Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of the Red City Gym Talk. I'm Coach Mike and I'm really happy to present to you this episode together where we sit down with Antti, my old friend from high school. We went together, we haven't spoken for about 20 years on the phone, just hearing each other. So it's really cool that we reconnected on the base of CrossFit because he's a, uh, I can say, crazy CrossFitter, really a fanatic. He enjoys it so much. He's doing it for four years. He's that hardcore guy. Uh, and we talk about his experience as CrossFitter in Finland, his experience as CrossFitter in Finland during the lockdown, comparing it to how we experienced it in Belgium. Uh, my apologies for the some sound quality. Unfortunately, the internet wasn't amazing throughout the whole talk, but um, it's not dramatic, okay? I guess we need some 5G. Just kidding, just kidding. So without further ado, let's get to this. Hey, thanks. Uh, it's good good to hear from you. Good to see you too. Likewise, that's why I thought, you know, I haven't seen you for like 20 years. At least we can have yeah. a conversation face to face. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Uh, but in times like this, in, in Corona times, uh, are you locked in here? Well, locked in. So in Belgium, it's like, I think it's a mellow lockdown. Uh, yeah. So shops are closed, uh, shops, um, convenience stores, stuff like this is closed. Gyms are closed. Uh, hairdressers, as you can see, <laughs> I, st- I start to look like an orthodox uh, wood chopper, woodcutter. Uh, very uh, good, very good. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. this is uh, all closed. But for example, convenience stores are open. And um, okay. what else? What else is open? So you can get, go get some food. You can go for a walk. Okay. But I heard, I mean, I was reading in the last news uh, that they were actually giving out um, like tickets if you were sitting in the park. Is that true? No? I think if you're, I've seen like, for example, two girls sitting on a bench together and police come and check if they're related or if they're not, so they're not just friends meeting up. This stuff happens. But like sitting on a bench, I don't think it's really a problem. I mean, oh, okay. What, okay. what if you're an old person, you came to get to catch some air and you sit, you sit on the bench because you're too tired? You're going to get a ticket for it? It's crazy, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, we live in a crazy world nowadays. It's, it is really crazy. I agree. How is it in Finland? How, do, how is the experience? Uh, I mean, I have to say, uh, you know, because we're far removed from everywhere i mean we're we're quite far up north and finland is uh you know we're only a nation of five and a half million people so we're very spread out um so i would say it's very mellow i mean schools are closed uh everybody's working remotely um restaurants are closed uh, gyms are closed uh, some gyms are open but most of them are closed uh, but what we really have, I would say, what really saves our bacon is the fact that, you know, we can we can practice social distancing at its best that, you know, we walk, we take the car for 15 minutes and we're in the middle of, you know, bumblefuck nowhere. And what is the official like government guidelines? What are, I mean, you say some gyms are open, some closed, like how yeah. do they decide? It, yeah, that's, a, that's a very good because I would say like Globo gyms, uh, they closed. They closed already a month ago. I think it was like March 15th or something like that when the rules were enforced that, okay, now they need to close. But now they actually, as is the case with like Germany and Austria and Denmark, some um, 
uh, rules are being uh, kind of alleviated. So some gyms are now opening, but what that actually means is that they have a very strict uh, policy on how many people can enter and um, very strict policy on uh, kind of uh, phasing uh, the, the, the kind of times that you arrive and you leave from the gym so that there's not too many people congregating at the same time, disinfecting and etc. But as we all know, in a CrossFit box, that's very difficult uh, to, to do, you know, to keep, you know, because you're basically <laughs> all, all bodily fluids are available. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So and, and I would say you... like, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, no. Tell me, tell me. I thought, yeah, tell me and I would say that kind of our um, our box, uh, which we belong to, kind of a it, it's three boxes here in Helsinki uh, that are kind of uh, together. Uh, we're in the west, so kind of in Espo, which is a suburb of, of Helsinki, so to speak. And then and then there's one in the kind of north, and then one in the east as well. And all three boxes are basically they are kind of semi-open so you need to reserve a space and it's limited to uh you know maximum nine people and a coach um because basically our government guidelines are that no bigger congregations than 10 people are allowed okay um, so that's that's the guideline 10 people maximum doesn't matter how big the space is yeah 10 people maximum but now they're actually alleviating that so i don't really know yesterday the prime minister did a speech on tv and uh, i mean there's so many i i have to say that you know, after six weeks of or however many weeks of quarantine it is, I'm fed up with hearing about Corona, like kind of like it's information overload. I'm sure everybody's kind of feeling the same. So it's I don't really know what the new rules are now, but I'm sure we'll get told uh, within the next week or so what's happening. Yeah, we are waiting for tomorrow because normally our security council, like from Belgium, yeah. is going to announce yeah. what are the guidelines are. People are getting unrest, unrested, like like people get yeah. tired, also a little bit scared about economy because uh, the countries near us, our neighbors like Holland, Germany, Austria, they're about to open up. They're about yeah. to start uh, getting to business as usual, almost as usual. Yeah. So, um Belgians are also thinking like, okay, if we're going to stay locked down, we're going to get behind and yeah. uh, kind of yeah. lose some positions economically. I mean, I would say that we have exactly the same fears because our dearest neighbors, Sweden, I'm sure you've heard <laughs> about what the Swedes are doing. They, they've they've stayed completely open and they're, they're going with a completely different strategy. And everything's open there and they're kind of saying that, well, yeah, some people will die and whatever. Sweden is gangster, man. Like straight yeah. up gangster. Yeah. Like we don't give a fuck. G unit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, we live in we live in uh, very very strange times. Very strange times indeed. And how do you cope with this lockdown? Like as a Finnish guy, I don't think it's much different from us, but just just yeah. curious. Yeah, uh, very good question. I think uh, as as everybody everybody's in the same situation so it's i would say that that brings with it a certain kind of peace or a certain kind of uh personal resolution that okay i'm not in this alone we're all in this together so that that's a big coping mechanism but i would really say what really helps with the lockdown here at least in finland is it's springtime nature's opening up we uh for example like my my wife also does crossfit uh in normal circumstances we follow the the kind of uh a box programming which is uh three days on one day off and basically we follow that so we train five six times a week but now i would say that we do two or three home 
trainings a week, which we program ourselves. But then the rest of the time we're in nature. So we go cycling, walking, trekking, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, next week we're going actually to our summer house, which is in the Lake District in, in here in Finland. And uh, thank God they actually opened up Helsinki. So what they actually did in here in Finland, they quarantined all of Helsinki. Uh, people weren't allowed to leave the city. So the kind of uh, city Helsinki, greater Helsinki is 1.5 million. People were locked down and they had all the roads closed and nobody was allowed to leave anywhere. And now they opened the, that up because the contagion or the contagious factor went below one or something like that anyway. Um, but how we cope with this is, is really uh, you take it day by day and go outside as much as possible. Uh, you know, try to limit the amount of screen time basically <laughs> yeah and here i am talking to you <laughs> that's yeah. in, in the end of in, it was an inev inevitable inev fucking shit yeah inevitable <laughs> it's inevitable because yeah. uh that's how all the business is being conducted that's how we so for example at our box we provide yeah. live workouts through zoom that's oh, one of the yeah. options so coach and then people are um watching it and also visible through the screen We yeah. also transitioned people to one-on-one -on -one training. We switched to a platform called True Coach, so okay. all the members get a personalized workout based on their equipment, based on their goals, and yeah. this way we're able to kind of keep people motivated and uh, ma maintain their fitness level. Because yeah. the biggest problem is not only like to stop training; is every, mm. a lot of people are thinking, "Well, well, this is over. We're gonna come back." But first, the mm. comeback is not going to be like people are thinking they just, just come in and train as usual. Oh, no. It's no. going to be like you say, with a lot of uh, limitations, Ooh. with a lot of oh, cleaning, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. smaller groups. Yeah. Yeah. And secondly, this shit can come back. Like, like if you look at China now. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, with a vengeance. I think there was the island of Hokkaido in Japan, actually, that they were the one of the first who did it. They didn't. I read just today, they did an excellent job containing the virus, excellent job with like kind of social distancing, etc. And once they opened up the schools, etc., all of a sudden uh, during one day they had 150 new cases, and the schools closed again, like last week. So they went back to lockdown. So it's it, it's here to stay for sure until they find the remedy. And yeah. another thing is people who don't train now, who think like, okay, we're going to go for a jog, we're going to go for a walk, or we're going to just, I don't know, do nothing, sit, sit on the couch, coming back after two, three months like, into the yeah. gym, you might be yeah, excited yeah. to enter, but you're going to be sore as <laughs> shit. And, yep. and then, yep. as, as weird as it sounds, it can be really demotivating. Yes. I, th I think as anybody who does CrossFit and kind of, you know, drinks from the Kool-Aid, um, even if like I've done CrossFit now for close to four years and, you know, like I started like much like everybody, you know, with some uh, sports background and, you know, I thought I was in shape and, you know, God damn, I went to the first class and I almost cr I cried and, you know, I came home and I said, oh, I'm never going to do this shit again. But, you know, as, as it is with CrossFit, it's just, you know, the community and everything spars you on. And I went and, you know, drank from the Kool-Aid. But you know that if you take a break or you get injured and, and you come back, let's say you take a month off, months off. First of all, it's tough to get back into the rhythm. The intensity, as intensity is relative, but the intensity is what really shocks you and the, the aches and the pains. So it's, you know, the really the first kind of wad 
uh, where you think that, hey, I used to crush this, you, you, you don't realize, you know, you take it at 30% or at 20%. No, you go all out, you know, full send and you're screwed. But, but that's everybody's facing that. <laughs> so, yeah, so this is our priority, keeping people as busy as much as possible, just keeping yeah. moving because, and, and, and for some, it's a great opportunity to focus on the weaknesses. For example, yeah. handstand, you don't need a barbell to practice handstand. Oh, Pistol squat, you don't need a, yeah. you, you don't really need like a barbell or anything extra to practice it. All these things yeah. you can still work on and come back to the box stronger and better. Yeah. That's a bit of, it's yeah. kind of our approach. Let me see what's going on here. I'm just trying to turn myself off. Can you see me sure. or not? I mean, you froze a long time ago already. So all, <laughs> I see, all I see is your frozen thoughtful face there, but it's okay. I mean, I turned my, uh, my video off. Wait a second. I'm trying to turn myself off. Uh, yeah. This is all like that's that's one of the nicest things about this lockdown. I'm I here. I'm learning so many new things. Yeah. It's unbelievable, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm like getting the genius with all these new ways of connecting yeah. Zoom and yeah. Skypes and podcasts yeah. and uh, yeah. it's, it's a really good way to, to grow a bit. Yeah. In a different direction. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was I was actually Mike. I was saying uh, when you said that now's a good time to focus on, you know, skills that, uh, you know, you, where you don't need a barbell, and you kind of mentioned pistols and handstands and all that kind of stuff. Uh, our box also programs for at-home workouts, and uh, our skill set today is handstand practice, and then we have an imam uh, after that of uh, handstand push-ups, pistols, hollow rocks, and chair step-ups. Awesome. So, yep. So, so, so you, you, you're focusing on these things. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. T t tell me about your box. How old is your box? Um, our box was set up in uh, 2011. Um, and it was set up, uh, it was actually, I think in Finland, it was like the eighth or ninth box that was set up. Uh, and CrossFit is, it's quite popular here in Finland. I mean, we have guys like, you know, Jon Nikoski, who, who, who's made it to the games multiple times. And Don't forget Mika Salo. Yeah, well, yeah, the original, the originator. And actually, those guys are all from Pori. Uh, and that's actually where, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but, you know, Rogue Europe is now located in Antwerp. Yes. Um, and it's actually, yes. Yeah, it's originally a U.S. company, but actually Rogue Europe is run by two two Finnish guys who are from our box. One of them is the co-founder of our box, oh, uh, Anu Puanti. Yeah, so she lives in uh, she and her her husband Juha. They live in uh, in Skoten, and um, their kids go to AIS. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're friends with Mikko Salo, and they found uh, you know CrossFit through uh, just the internet, like everybody did, I guess, back in the day in two thousand. Was it six or seven or something like this? And then, you know, they were started doing like uh, workouts from their garage. And basically, uh, Juha and Anu, they uh, did some workouts and uh, Mikko Salo was a good friend of theirs. And then they said, well, Mikko's in pretty good shape. Uh, so let's try these workouts. Let's try the previous years. I think it was like 2007 open. And Mikko tried the workouts. I don't know if it was like Fran or whatever, some benchmark workouts. And he did basically, you know, he beat their times. And he was like, well, it can't be that, you know, hard or that easy. <laughs> so he booked a ticket then uh, next year to, to California, went to Aromas. Uh, you know, nobody knew him. I think it was 2008 or nine or whenever it was that he won. And, 
And, you know, that's where the story went. And actually how Yuha and Anu, they, uh, because Rogue wasn't big then in the fitness uh, kind of world or in, in CrossFit. And Rogue was one of the small sponsors there at Aromas back in 2008. And I, I spoke to uh, Anu about this, that how did you get hooked up with Rogue? And she was like, well, she sent out three letters to uh, equipment makers. And Rogue was one of them. And the two others, I don't know who they were. And Rogue was the only one who, who responded and basically, through that letter, they told they spoke with Bill Henniger, who's the owner of Rogue, and they said, uh, and he said, like, okay, well, you guys can be the distributors in Europe. And they they started from a small garage in Pori, and the rest is history. Now they're in Antwerp with a huge uh, showroom there, and uh, you know, it's keeping uh, profit alive. Yeah, yeah but it, but it's, it's it's really and and a kicker is that you know they're. Uh, co-founders of my box and now their kids go to AIS and uh, they live in Scotland where I used to live and <laughs> it's, it's you know it's a small world <laughs> but I wanted to hear do you have anything to do with that with them choosing Antwerp as a like a distribution center <sighs> absolutely none absolutely <laughs> it was just a happy coincidence just a happy coincidence but I mean it, it's really cool because I met Juha and Anu when they came to visit like a couple years back uh, back to uh, at our box and I was there one day doing some training and then I saw that oh, hey those guys are doing something cool they were doing um a hundred k row <laughs> as you do at, because finland turned 100 a couple of years ago so they're saying hey let's do 100k row and i saw them and you know they're alternating and kind of taking time to do that and uh, they stayed the night at the box and all that kind of stuff but i spoke to them in the meantime and then we found out that you know they live in antwerp and their kids um go to ais and they live in Skoten and you know, really close to where I used to live, and then we're just like, okay, this is this is some kind of kismet and all that kind of stuff, and and uh, well, next time I'm in Antwerp, uh, I have to come, I have to visit two places, Red City CrossFit, and I have to go train also at the uh, at the Rogue uh, HQ. <laughs> well, you you know, normally you're not allowed to really train in there unless you work there. They have really like yeah. strict policy, but I guess because you know them. Oh, they said come, it. yeah, come anytime. They they said like just send an email beforehand and we'll uh, we'll do a training. But it's going to be something crazy. They're they're pretty fit, so <laughs> time to die. But it's cool. Damn, man. Yeah, small world. Yeah. You're right. It's a small uh, world. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, but I mean, you spoke previously about the uh, how we kind of motivate uh, during a uh, Corona time. Our box is also offering uh, Zoom. Uh, Every every morning there's yoga. Uh, I actually have my coach. I have a personal coach now. We use. I use. Uh, um, uh, true coach. Oh, also, I, that's, that's yeah, also, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. True coach is very good, and I actually have a a, a video call with my coach um, after this, so at, at four o'clock, so in an hour, hour and a half. And and the reason that I have a coach now is that uh, I'm recovering from uh, knee surgery, um, which was done in January, so I kind of need to uh, re refocus my my training. Um, and and uh, you know not, not full send all out all the time, but actually work around my or work around my uh, weaknesses and and try to improve them. And I'll uh, I'll have a one on one coach uh, instead rather than follow the box programming, which is good, but it's uh, maybe sometimes a bit too um, I don't know not not suited to to my kind of needs. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and what and what are your needs? Uh, my needs, I mean, I because you know my background is in tennis. Yes. So if you think about, uh, I mean, I, I used to be kind of semi-professional in, in tennis and was looking forward to a kind of a co college career and all that kind of stuff in tennis. But uh, 
things took a different turn. My, my interests waned, etc. But the tennis background gives me a lot of uh, quick strength, uh, but it's all forward, uh, uh, forward access, so forward motion. And if you think about Olympic weightlifting and where your weight needs to be, you know, you need to be dead center. Yes. Uh, and my issue is when I do uh, any kind of Olympic lifting, um, you know, whether it's snatch or whether it's uh, whether it's uh, cleaning, um, it's always uh, front weighted, which means my knees uh, are heavily uh, like over uh, overly taxed okay. and. Uh, I need to really work on activating my uh, posterior chain on my rear chain and really kind of build that. Um, so that's something that I need to work on. And, and my coach Terhi is, uh, she's actually a, a semi-professional weightlifter and, you know, working, working towards achieving her, her goal still of, of um, reaching the Olympics, but she's, she's uh, competing in CrossFit as well. And was in the top ten of the uh, kind of Finnish uh, Finnish uh, females, but she uh, had a spot open uh, in her kind of training regime, and uh, we talked a lot. We hit it off, and she said that you know she could help me out. It's it's heavy. Uh, what we do, it's 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 very intense. Every day we, I have a programming every day, um, and follow that, and uh, really we dial dial stuff in. But it's it's a it's a whole kind of. Uh, new ball game for me so we look at uh, sleeping nutrition um, all every, everything in, in total well, so it's more intense very important that's a good sign of a good coach you know because uh, generally just giving the workouts is not enough um, no. fitness no. we have something you know you know probably Ben Bergeron Yeah, of course. Yeah, of well, course. The guy, yeah, the guy basically designed the this, 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 defined the five pillars of fitness, and that's yep. training, nutrition, yep. sleep, yep. mindset, and relationships. Something people don't look around, but your relationships yep. are incredibly connections are very important. And yep. of course, when the coach is only focusing on um, on the training yeah. part, training yeah. that's not enough. They just yeah. want sleep, for example. Sleep. I consider yeah. sleep the most important it's pillar the, because it, it's the foundation of everything yeah because if you don't sleep well mm -hmm. your performance is not going to be good your mm -hmm. uh, nutrition is going to suck because you're going to try yeah. to get that and weak energy from the shitty foods yeah. like sugar yeah. uh, your relationship is going to be shitty because you're going to get angry for people yeah. for no reason yeah. and your mindset a lot of times is going to get negative you're going to get pessimistic yeah. because you're just feeling tired the whole time yeah. so yeah And, you know, that's kind of the thing. You're setting yourself up for failure because, you know, you're doing a workout and, and you're kind of like, okay, I'm not, I'm not maximizing my performance. So then you're all, every time you're teaching yourself to fail. And that's kind of, I, I really, I, I mean, um, I really like Ben Bergeron's um, attitude towards training because it's a holistic approach. And yeah. I think like sleep, mindset, uh, stress, um, work outs or kind of your life outside of training they all everything affects everything so if you have issues uh at, you know none of us are professional athletes well maybe some are more professional than others but we are not at the top so we don't do three 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 days and you know just sleep when we need to and you focus on training all the time so we have life outside of training and and that's actually the biggest i would say hindrance to us mere mortals is that you know we all have our you know instagrams flooded with 
you know, Noah Olson and uh, and Fraser and everybody else with their enormous six packs and their, you know, highlight reels and all that kind of stuff. And we kind of think that, hey, I can do that too, you know. I'm, I'm going to do, a, you know, 26 ring muscle-ups and diba-daba, you know, all that kind of stuff. But we're mere mortals and we have to understand that, you know, those guys don't sit at a desk for eight, ten hours and deal with stress and have kids who are whining and all that kind of stuff. And that, at least for me, has been the biggest um, mindset switch. And that all has to do with goals and, and, and orientation. Why do you do CrossFit? Why do I, what do I consider fitness? Why do, why do I put myself through the ringer? What do I want to achieve? And that's very difficult to, to, you know, still formulate. And that's something I work with my coach on a lot currently. So she's also your mental coach in a way. Oh, very much, very much. I mean, we we started our uh, relationship uh, in January. I had my knee uh, surgery January second, and we started a week after. And we started with just talking, um, and talking about goals, about life, about you know wants and desires, and uh, you know desires versus goals. Uh, those are completely different things, and about mindset and all that kind of stuff. And uh, actually, what my coach. Uh, through a true coach, I need to actually write. I'm writing every day. So I need to write. Uh, and on, on Sundays, I have to write and focus only on positive things. So fix a negative mindset that, oh, you know, this workout didn't go well or oh, my nutrition wasn't on point. But actually look at what worked. What did I do well this week? What what did I excel in? What went well? What what could have gone better, of course, but what did I excel in? And really look at kind of the holistic approach, food, uh, water or food and hydration, sleep, stress, uh, and then workouts. But workouts are only a small, small thing. So she's making you look for the bright spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very much so. Very interesting to hear. Yeah. This is something we, we do also internally. For example, every oh, cool. Friday we hold Bright Spot Friday. Right, oh, cool. just just people can post what what's good happening uh and in general i try to promote it with people you know if i ask a question how everything went i ask what are you happy with and then yeah. maybe what did you suffer with the most but it's a secondary question because you're you i'm a big opponent 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 i'm not nobody to be <laughs> opponent but i i don't like i don't like negative motivation i believe negative sure. motivation brings to negativity a small breakdown you can get results with it Mm. But it's no fun, you know. Mm. It's no fun to mm. get. So I try to get always try to motivate in a positive way, like making people think of the good things. Yeah, I think that's really important. And and I think as CrossFitters, um, we have a tendency because we're always in a competitive environment. You know, you're in a class. You know, you have a metcon. You have a four-time something, and you know who you're looking at, you know, you have those guys in the gym, you, everybody has that guy or that girl. And you know, I want to beat that guy. I want to beat that girl. And it's great if you do, but if you don't beat that guy or girl, many times you think, Ooh, okay. Failure. It didn't go well, but, that, but that's just the mindset. That's like, it, it, there's so many factors, you know, did you sleep? How's your nutrition? Was it just an off day? Are you peaking? You know, have you done like 27 Metcons in the last, <laughs> last, you know, last 12 days, you know, it, 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 and, and that's, that's something you, that's something at least I, from a personal opinion or personal kind of um, experience, I've completely forgotten 
kind of like I'm, I'm just relearning that now. You know, after four years of training, I'm relearning it now that, you know what, peak, find the, the goals, the kind of six-week goals, peak, you know, do are, are you doing wave loading or are you doing a consistent? What's your what's your training methodology? What, what are you working on now? Are you supposed to go hard or are you supposed to go only at 60%? Hey, and be happy with that. Yeah, who cares? You know, John, John over there, is, uh, he's, he's going fast. Who cares? And, and that for CrossFitters, I think it's very difficult because we're all competitive, all kind of type A people who do CrossFit. Well, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Do you still have a John in your gym, in your box? <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> many, many of them. Uh, <laughs> many of them. But, you know, also another factor, and people are shy about speaking it, but actually it's very important. Genetics, mm. man. Like when mm. you compare yourself to somebody, don't forget, you know, genetics playing oh, a huge yeah. role. Oh, and some yeah. people recover instantly just by nature, just because their body is made that way. And you oh, start yeah. to compare yourself to somebody, which makes no sense whatsoever because you're completely yeah. different. You might yeah. count your head faster. Maybe you might have that advantage. But like yeah. a recovery, muscle growth, uh, explosivity, yeah. that's something yeah. you get – I don't want to say God given. I think it's nature given, but mm. it is it is given to you. You know, it's like yeah. yeah. But I mean, if you look at the top guys, if you look at how they're built, it's the shorter guys uh, with you know more explosive uh, <laughs> who who are actually the ones who are who are who are doing quite well. If you have these longer guys like a, I don't know, like a Royce Dunn or somebody, he's he's strong. You know, hey, give him a heavy barbell and he's doing great. But you know, it, he he's gonna have trouble catching uh, uh everybody has trouble with fraser but i mean the the kind of typical crossfitter t style uh guys you know 167 170 you know uh they actually do better in those competitions because it's you know they don't have the hindrance of the huge mass that uh, royce don 190 guy has well yeah yeah there, there were some good athletes i mean fikowski oh yeah He's not a short guy. Uh, Yonakoski, I think, is also not that, not that short. You know how much? Like 190, I think. No, no, no. I, I actually, I know, I know Yonak because I had a seminar with him. I went uh, last summer. We had a, a training day with him and Lucas Esslinger. So I was fortunate enough to train with both of those guys uh, for a whole day. We did some, did some. Uh, it was a kind of a six-hour session where we did all all kinds of stuff. But I mean, uh, Esslinger is taller, but Yonne is. Uh, I think he's like. He's like one 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 seventy five something like that. He's not. He's not that tall. Yeah, yeah. He's not that tall. He's he's shorter than I am. I'm only one eighty or one eighty one. Oh, you know, they say camera adds ten pounds to him. <laughs> it adds like yeah, ten yeah. centimeters. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, exactly. But that's that's actually also another thing is it's it's funny that uh, when you see the kind of because you know like I was saying about our Instagram being flooded with the you know ripped guys and all that. But when you see them in real life, I mean they're ripped they're not that big they're ripped <laughs> that's the thing i mean they they move so well they're they're big but they're not like you know these kind of uh bodybuilder types that that you you might want to see that's a functional muscle it's yeah. uh, it has to be strong it shouldn't it doesn't it doesn't have to be volume volume volumous exactly and when you start with crossfit like if you think now what what do we should know when you started out? Oh, for newbies, um, uh, listen to your coach. <laughs> listen, listen to your coach. Number one, um, 
uh, when the coach tells you uh, you should slow down, slow down. <laughs> uh, when the coach says you should uh, put less weight, put less weight. <laughs> um, focus on uh, technique um, and then start uh, improving the speed and intensity then. Because when you focus on the basics and technique, that's, that's really good. Uh, focus on mobility and recovery. That's also very good. I mean, these are all things that when I'm saying like, okay, CrossFit is fun, it's great, but these are all the stuff that, you know, it sounds like, oh, do less, but it's actually very important because when we all know that intensity is relative, but the point of CrossFit is that it's, 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 it's functional movements performed at high intensity and intensity doesn't always mean that you have to be like balls to the wall maximum effort it doesn't mean that because you're going to break down but it's that's why i say like listen to your coach that when the coach says that you know what now is the time to go at 50 percent or something like that do that uh it, it'll help you in the long run you'll prevent yourself from uh, because in crossfit once you get the bug you want to go every day and go all the time go hard because that really and it's great and you know lying in your own puddle of sweat and vomit and whatever and you know after like a friend it's kind of it's great we're built that way but that's not the end goal all the time so i would say focus focus on all those other recovery uh recovery things and all that kind of stuff all right and what do you think is the most common reason for people to failing or giving up on CrossFit? Yeah, that's a very good question. I've been thinking about that, that how come if we have in my uh, on-ramp, we had 16 people in my on-ramp and out of my on-ramp, there are two or three who are continued, like long-term, who are like part of the family now. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming this is quite familiar to most boxes um i i would assume that there's a couple of things uh uh crossfit uh kind of crossfit is for everybody but it doesn't suit everyone <laughs> you know yeah. uh people who try it they kind of think some people want to try it because they think it's trendy and exciting and all that kind of stuff and frankly they come out of it thinking oh this is this is like no fun at all they just don't like going to the kind of uncomfortable spot they would rather i mean then it would be more beneficial for them to go on long walks and swim and all that kind of stuff like maybe it works better for them that's one the second thing is that not all people are that competitive or that kind of um intense what crossfit actually requires so you know you need to have this kind of glutton for punishment like you you enjoy the fact that things are difficult we, we enjoy the fact that, you know, you have handstand walk and you fall down and you fall down on your ass many times. And, you know, snatch. Who the hell masters snatch? Nobody after many years. Like, it's really difficult. But we enjoy that. It's, it's, the, it's the very few who kind of like uh, they, they, they get frustrated, but then they come back and they know that, you know what, this is something I want to learn. Many people who get frustrated think, you know what, this is too difficult because CrossFit is difficult. It's difficult from a technical point of view and difficult from a mental point of view as well. Do you think like a general housewife coming to, to CrossFit to get fit benefits from overhead squats and snatches? Uh, I mean, I would say that, uh, yes, why not? 
I mean, those are well, those are well. Uh, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a high high risk movement. Well, it's a high risk movement. Yeah, I would say, of course, a housewife doesn't do snatch straight away. <laughs> I would say that they benefit from the foundations of snatch, foundations of snatch movement. So basically, if you think about just, you know, squats, that's where we start anyway. I mean, if you think about CrossFit, they ben everybody benefits from the foundations of what you build a good CrossFit uh, career, so to speak, on. That's really starting with the squat, starting with proper technique, starting with movement and, you know, kind of uh, st starting with pulls and starting with uh, hanging on bars, all that kind of stuff. Uh, movements that we are no longer used to. I mean, if you think about the normal person, how much they sit and how we should all be able to, you know, squat we, we should be able to do – we should all do that. If you look at kids, how they move, it's it's beautiful because it's kind of – they just flow and, you know, they can go into a deep uh, squat and just sit there and, and hang out. I yeah, mean, that's – it's, you know – Bastards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think it would be like – it would be very beneficial for everybody to start with CrossFit and start with the basics, start with the functional aspect of that. If, you, if you're interested in, in kind of building up to – because I think like the snatch, it's beautiful movement. It's beautiful, you know, I, I think. But – you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe your listeners think that, what the hell do they drink in Finland, you know? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. To me, it seems like you have in Finland still like the old school mentality because mm -hmm. in, gen in general, in general CrossFit, um, it's being made more um, accessible and mm -hmm. it's being made more accessible by, by becoming a little bit less complicated. I don't know how to explain it, but for example, okay. we don't program snatches and overhead squats too, too often in our box okay. because a it's a little bit risk uh, it's it's risk um, we still do it just yeah. for the skill part and you just just to work on it we have olympic weightlifting separately just so people could practice on that if they want sure. to but i personally don't believe like people need to do snatches regularly because it is a high risk movement and if mm -hmm. you do it yeah. too often and yeah things like that yeah, as, as general, like it's like what Greg Glassman did. You know, he's basically yeah. switching the whole concept of CrossFit from competitive CrossFit yeah, to, game to more yeah. like fit, fitness, health. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, actually, kind of, I, I have to. I actually, I agree. I agree with the fact that I think it's a good direction because. Well, for, because there, I'm I'm very bipolar when it comes to this. I mean, I love the traditional CrossFit, the kind of competition. I love watching, you know, uh, the Redeemed and the Dominant and Buttery Brothers and all that kind of, I mean, I love it. I love it. I'm you know, a huge Craig Ritchie fan and all that kind of stuff. You know, really, like, I, I love watching that stuff. Uh, but on the other hand, if I look at my own goals as a, as a, as a CrossFitter, um, my own goals is really to promote, promote my fitness and to be able to uh, move well, to be able to move in in, in a multitude of sports, uh, you know, to be able to uh, enjoy my life, be be active, uh, be active with my kids, be active uh, in in twenty years time, and to avoid any more kind of knee issues and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I know that I'm never going to be like the world's greatest, uh, you know, snatcher or Olympic weightlifter. I just I, I'm not built for that, and my kind of uh, motor skills and all that kind of stuff uh, it, it'll take years and years to develop but i still see that as a as a fun good challenge that i want to improve on i want to get better on but i kind of i understand from that point of view that there are many people who especially here in finland as you said kind of for the old school mentality yeah it's kind of go hard hit it uh you know comp compete you know every second counts mentality but on the other hand 
I would say the majority of the people in our box, I think there are something like 350 active members in our kind of CrossFit Espo, um, majority are the ones who just want to improve their fitness. And for example, if it's a snatch class, uh, their mentality is like, oh, fuck, snatch again. I hate this shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But we still have snatch programmed into our uh, into our box uh, trainings. Uh, but everything scaled, of course, to, to kind of your needs. So that, that yeah. I would have to say, our coaches are very good. Nice, Ben. Mm. All right. And what's your most favorite memory uh, related to CrossFit? Oh, boy. There's a lot. Um, I, I would say that, I, I mean, I, I've actually, I've watched the kind of, because you know, you're, you're, you're a friend of mine and I, I know that, you know, you've set up Red City CrossFit and, I followed you guys uh, on Instagram and all that kind of stuff, and I've seen your barbecues and all that kind of stuff. And I would say that you have a family aspect there. And um, my favorite memories to regarding CrossFit are my my CrossFit family. So uh, they've become very good friends. Um, I just spent my I had my 40th birthday at the box uh, with uh, 50 other people at the box and we had uh, DJ come in and smoke machines and all that kind of stuff. And we did a whole uh, workout uh, uh, with a semi kind of competition. And uh, I actually ha- got to do the entire workout in a, in a weight vest. And uh, of course I was dead last <laughs> and, you know, punished for everything. But that, I, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of food and drinks and all that kind of stuff, big, big, huge cake uh, at the end and all that kind of stuff. And everybody stayed there and, I would say those kind of memories, uh, the, the people, the, the camaraderie, the family, um, of course, visiting other boxes uh, whenever I'm traveling, uh, it's kind of the same thing. You know, you just strike up a conversation with anybody and, you know, you kind of know that, oh, you're a CrossFitter. I would say those are the, those are the most fun, fun memories. But yeah, maybe my 40th birthday was, that was cool. Sounds amazing to be honest. Sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do if, for example, for some reason, and it's like a worst case scenario. Yeah. We are never allowed to go open with boxes anymore. Oh yeah, that's let's not let's not go there, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I mean, very good question because I think the 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 new let's norm. Say for, let's say for coming year, this can happen yeah. that they say you know yeah. one year people cannot yeah. gather because we're gonna we gotta stay safe and put. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think we're we're living that that life currently, so. I'm in the very fortunate position that uh, I have a, a house here in Finland with a, a good backyard, uh, with a good uh, kind of deck or terrace that uh, that we built. Um, I have uh, training equipment at home, so we have a bike, uh, we have uh, you know pull-up gear, we ha- I have rings, um, I mean all that kind of stuff. So I can do a lot of programming here at home. Um, I've just ordered some. Uh, uh, few more dumbbells online i don't know when they're coming because it's there's a shortage (laughs) all over the world of dumbbells seems like everybody's ordering them but really i would say that uh, if we wouldn't be able to go uh, to the box continue doing training at home uh, at least uh, do some uh, follow the at home uh, workouts but then really uh, um, go outside uh, do a lot of uh, work on basic conditioning really i mean um when the weather gets better and the waters get warmer, go swimming, uh, go cycling. I do a lot of that. Go running once my knee has improved. So I'm still re- rehabilitating my knee. Um, 
go walking. We do a lot of walking in the forests uh, with my with my wife. So also my wife does CrossFit. So she's just as uh, nuts as I am. <laughs> uh, so I mean, we talk CrossFit in the morning uh, in during uh, uh, like breakfast time. So we look at uh, each each has their own programming, and then we then we look at okay, what should we do? Do you want to program something today? And like yesterday, I programmed for for with the both of us, and or the day before actually, and uh, it was a. A hell of a workout. Way too optimistic, but hey, we went through it, and, and now I'm suffering. Uh, so, and my coach is not happy because she she said, "Hey, you can program your own workout once a week," and now she's taking that privilege back from me. She's saying, "No, you suck at that. Don't do that. <laughs> it's way too way too hard." Well, yeah, you you're yeah. trying to go all out, I guess. It, uh, let's just say that it, I kind of because my knee is improving, and and uh, after the surgery, now I'm starting to you know jog and do all that kind of stuff. Now is the difficult time that I still need to rein myself in. Plus, I haven't squatted in like, you know, half a year. So if I'm doing like box squats with just or goblet squats on a box uh, in my back garden, that's enough for me. But if I combine that with, you know, um, I did uh, uh, kettlebell swings and then we did V-ups and then we did uh, all, all kinds of stuff. We have burpees, uh, push-ups, all everything. And we did this on AMRAP for 40 minutes. I mean, it was just crazy. Just stupid. <laughs> Uh, but sounds hey, familiar. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. Um, all right, Auntie, we're gonna round up slowly. Um, yeah, no problem. I really would like to thank you for uh, for giving us the opportunity to hear about it. Also, it's just really fun to to hear how people are coping on the other parts of Europe and hopefully the yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, man, uh, it's 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 crazy how similar it is, but also like yeah. Um, I, I, I guess it's very similar. Are you planning yeah. on coming to Belgium anytime soon? Oh, I mean, it's it's been on my agenda for a long time. I visited Belgium so many times for my job, uh, for my previous job. I mean, I was there for my CrossFit career, so I didn't really, uh, I, I had no idea. I mean, I always wanted to try CrossFit. And I remember, Mike, we uh, discussed about this many years ago uh, when you started out. I don't know if you remember, we had a discussion over online through facebook and uh you kind of sparked me on did you know that no, i had you're, no you're, idea yeah you're one of the first guys because i remember your videos from uh you i think you were snatching or doing i don't know what you were doing was it deadlifting or snatching or something but you were in moscow and you were doing something like that. i was saying holy shit look at mike and then the <laughs> like, hey, what are you doing man what are you doing with yourself oh crossfit it's great it's great it's like a new drug and then and then then uh, you don't remember yeah you're like hey try this place and you you even googled crossfit espo for me and i tried to go uh but they had a six-month waiting list this was back back in the day, uh, back in the day. i think i remember yeah 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 i remember yeah. man yeah. i i when but, I, yeah when i trained back then yeah. I trained with a with like I don't know if you've ever seen like uh, night fighters. Like now you have a new sport where people dress up like knights to wear like forty kilo oh, armors really? with the real with the real swords, and yeah. they kick the shit out of each other. So it's not like you know like uh, elves recreating uh, yeah, yeah. Lord of yeah, the yeah, Rings. Yeah, yeah. No, they yeah. they beat the, the real crap thing. out of yeah. each other. And these guys were my coaches, so they were like their mentality was real hardcore because okay. they used CrossFit to get fitter, so the forty kilo armor felt. Uh, yeah, you feel as heavy, yeah. man. They really beat the shit out of us. I mean, like workout wise, and technique was mm. not important there. No, it mm. was like go hard to go home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're not puking, it's not working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was the mentality. So yeah. now you kind of brought the flashback to me. 
Yeah, but actually, yeah, to, to, to answer your, your question shortly, yes, we, we are coming to Belgium with, uh, with my wife uh, as, as soon as possible. And when we're there, for sure, Antwerp is on our list, and uh, I think Red City CrossFit uh, will have to do a drop-in. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, I, I would get offended if you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're, we're there for sure. We're there for sure. Just don't program snatches during that day. <laughs> okay, challenge accepted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Antti, have an amazing day, amazing week, and amazing you. life. Uh, I hope to hear Thank from you. you soon. I'll probably chat with you afterwards. Yeah. And uh, take care, man. Stay fit. Stay healthy. Thanks a lot. And to everybody in, in Belgium, uh, stay, stay safe. And I, I hope uh, everybody makes it, makes it through this. Uh, I think together we'll, we'll come out stronger. And, uh, and it's, 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 it, it asks for a lot of patience from everybody. But uh, that's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice. Yeah. nice. All right. How do, you say, how do you say this in Finnish? Pysy kotona. Oh, sounds Pysy. almost the same. Yeah, Bishop Kotona. Bishop Kotona. Bishop Kotona, yeah. All right, man. Bishop Kotona. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, Antti. All right. All right. Hey, thanks a lot. Yeah, bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I might, one more time, apologies for the bad quality issues for the sound and uh, don't forget to sign up not to miss the future episodes which are coming for sure in the very near future take care guys have an amazing amazing evening day weekend week life everything peace and love